Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. You know, you've got two chances every week to get on the air with us, unless I blather on too long after our Thursday interview. But most weeks, Tuesdays, we do the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. And then after our interview on Thursdays, we've got the Listener Question of the Week. And don't forget, if you have a question, the way you get on the air, it's very easy. Just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. That is what Ben did. Ben, welcome to the show. What can I do for you? Thank you, Jill. Um, it seems that I've gotten myself very confused. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I need you to put your CFB wizard hat on. Okay. Your crystal ball and let me know the answer. Okay. So um, my question is... is Sort of an active passive debate. I prescribe to the, you know, the index fund passive. I like that a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of John Bogle. However, through um, various podcasts, a uh, few groups, and uh, another certain uh, radio personality, you know, there's there's a strong argument for active funds um, outperformance, uh, specifically capital group, American funds, um, prime cap. And so, you know, what's your take on it? Is do you prescribe to the efficient market hypothesis? To, is there outperformance? Okay. So, I mean, I generally, if you listen to the show, you'll hear me talk a lot about index funds. And a lot of this has to do with my own experience, which is, by the way, I was a trader. It was like my first job on Wall Street. So I, I really was schooled and educated in this concept that, you can beat the market. Okay. So that was like my bias coming in. And then when I was a money manager, you know, I, I, I had stocks in account, then I had managed funds in the account and I moved those funds around. And then I really started to get into the index fund universe. The reason I bought into it, I believed that it was, I was spending too much time thinking about squeaking out a half of a percent a year better than the index, rather than the more important prospect of how do I help people save and make more money in their whole financial lives. So that was my bias coming in, all right? That said, the research does show that index funds generally do better for investors over time than managed funds. Can you find certain funds in the American funds universe that have done incredibly well? Absolutely. I used to love the American funds, as a matter of fact. So your question is more about, you know, if somebody came into me and they said, I already own these American funds, I've paid the freight, I've paid the, the, the commission, I work with someone who, you know, who's commission helps pay for all of my financial planning and and there's a bigger story there, then I'm fine with it. But if you, Ben, are just managing all of your money and you say, should I just have a portfolio of passive index funds? Generally speaking, I'm going to say, yeah, because I think that number one, you're less likely to shoot yourself in the foot. And number two, the money that you spend on that commission will fall to the bottom line. So did I confuse you further? No, you reinforced what I what I thought that I agreed with. Then we win. Um, no, so tell me about your situation <laughs> exactly. So what's going on for you? So, uh, I mean, I, we're, we're doing well. I, I mean, we're 40, 42, got a couple kids. Uh, we're pretty squared away. We're, we're socking away money in our 
uh, retirement funds. We just paid off the house yesterday. Uh, 529 accounts are mostly already funded. So that's kind of where we're at now. But so who I would have sold? So who would have? So who will sell you those American funds? How would you get access to them? They would be in our retirement accounts, oh, uh, I mean, or 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 like an IRA. I have a, a Vanguard IRA, mm-hmm. a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. and so I'm on a Facebook group. And and there's some there's some intelligent people, more intelligent than I am, and they you know advocate for Capital Group, and and they keep talking about their. Um, they have a strong structure to them, and their multi-investor uh, approach, and specifically prime cap. You know, they, they say so. They recommend going through your IRAs into those funds. Yeah, but you know, um, you have to pay a commission to get in, right? I mean, so so there's two pieces of this that are interesting to me. One is that it's funny that there's a Facebook group, which I wonder. I'm just going to say this. Are there any brokers in that Facebook group who are talking about that? That's number one. Number two is, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of navel gazing around like, oh, it's a well-structured this, that, and the other. It is. I'll give you two fund houses, managed fund houses that I like. American Funds is absolutely one of them, okay? So the capital group. And the other is called DFA, Dimensional Fund Advisors, DFA. And same thing. These are funds that are purchased through an advisor. But, you know, the difference with DFA is that they are very low cost. They are meant to provide management for people working with an advisor so that the cost of the investment is extraordinarily low and you then pay your advisor an asset under management fee or a flat fee. So if you're managing your own money, at the end of the day, I just wonder, and you sound like you got your act together. I don't know. Like, it seems like extra work for not much more return. So, yeah, if you, if, if you said to me, oh, I got, I've got capital funds inside of my 401k, should I use it? Yeah, you could use it. Like, throw it in there. Put some money in there. Why don't you make that your large cap position and see how it does versus the index? And hang in there. Okay. But don't go crazy. This You've already done the hard work. You know what the hard work is? Saving. The hard work is right. living within your means. The hard work is not blowing it for yourself. That's really so, what your hard work is. Now, let me give you a little perspective on the funds offered. So the 401k, our 401k is great. We have some super low-cost index funds, and I think we're all indexed there, so like mm-hmm. 0.05%. My, my 403b, the, the American funds are run around 0.95%, almost a full percent. Whereas uh, we just got our first index fund, and uh, it's a total market. It's not a Vanguard. It's a TIA crest, but it's like 0.3%. So 0.3 total index versus almost a full percent for the American funds. Is it is it worth going with American funds, do you feel? You're not going to go wrong. And if you want to run okay. your little experiment, you can do it in real time. I would just pick the TIA index fund and not worry about it. Because, again, you're right. There could be years where American funds beats it. There could be years there where the American fund lags it. You know where you're going to make more of your money is really on your top-line allocation decision. Okay. How much money going into stocks? How much going into bonds? How much going into cash? You've got TIAA CREF, right? One of the right. big advantages to having TIAA CREF is that you actually have one of the few annuities that works, So you have a fixed account on the TIAA side that kicks the butt of any bond fund that you're ever going to find. So I will tell you right straight up, the best thing you can do in your TIAA CREF account 
is use the fixed account on the TIAA side as your bond position and don't okay. look back. Don't okay. look, don't even worry okay. about it, especially in a rising interest rate environment. That's going to kick mm-hmm. the butt of any bond fund that you that you find. So if I have this guaranteed three percent fund in in a rising rate environment, so I'm I'm with you on that. Would you allocate more and have this account with the guaranteed three percent and make that the total fixed? Maybe. Account? Yeah, it depends what your other choices are. But yeah, probably. I might say that, like, you know, just remember one little caveat here, which is once you put that money on the TIAA side, you can't screw with it. You can't move the money back out onto the craft side. You have to do it 10, I think you have to 10-year time horizon. The reason why they pay so much interest is you've got to tie your money up for 10 years. It's one of the few times that I think it's a great idea to tie up your money. But that 3% is going to go higher and higher as rates increase, and you're not going to have the principal go down. It's one of the few times that you can be a bond investor and capture the upside and be protected against the downside. Okay, and then then we could allocate out of the bonds from the other accounts. You got it. And then you can use your okay. other stuff. Because the bond area is the one area where I think people are going to have a rude awakening. I just really right. think that people are not prepared for what happens to their investments when bond prices go down and rates go up. I've lived through a few cycles like this and, you know, you think it's a safe account and then you're freaked out when the value goes down. Right, right. Can I ask you one more question? Do you have time? Yeah. Okay. So in as far as efficiencies, what about the uh, foreign markets? So mm. just looking at how funds have performed, seems like the total market foreign index uh, does tend to... Un- underperform mm-hmm. other foreign accounts. Mm. When indexes work best is when you have a very crowded market. So, for example, the U.S. stock market, tons of information, right. lots of people playing. That's when the index fund world works really well. A managed fund tends to work better in a thinly traded market where information is harder to get. So, If you're saying to me, oh, I've got the Euro Pacific fund in in my capital funds accounts in those American funds, I I guess if I were going to make a big investment or an investment in those funds, the one area where I think I might actually look at a managed fund would be in an international marketplace and especially in an emerging market. Right. Okay, more so than even right. So even more so than a developed market. So European markets, pretty developed, right? Japanese markets, pretty developed. But now you start going into emerging markets. You know, you get people on the ground really researching companies. That's where you may find some value. I once talked to a guy. This was so bad. It's like really off the cuff. You know, beware if you sit next to me at a cocktail party or a dinner party, because I'm going to ask you questions. So this dude worked for a huge company. His job was he looked at every investment that this bank made and determined how it did. So every hedge fund, every venture. And so I said, let me guess, the index funds always do better. He says 95% of the time index funds do better. 5% of the time, usually in emerging markets, that's when a managed fund will do better. All right. That sounds great. Ben, go forth and prosper. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate your time. You take care. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off Bonus Question of the Week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. Talk to you then.